State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Lunell is such a big splash in the comedy scene. I think one of her most unforgettable roles was in Borat. She has also appeared in the Coming to America sequel and she's here up next. Y'all, she's checking in with us. Get ready for Lunell. The power of laughter can be life-changing. I just feel like we need laughter, right? But it's something um, about comedians where I feel like people think that a comedian is supposed to be on all the time. And I think people forget that comedians are human. They have their own issues going on at home within their personal lives and their careers. So I am very curious to ask that of Lunell. I'm excited to get to know her heart. That's what I'm most excited about. She just seems so cool. Like she could be that person, that woman, that auntie, that cousin, that mom, that you could tell anything to with no judgment. And I feel like she'll always have something good, some wisdom. And of course, probably with some laughter along the way. So I'm really, 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 really excited to talk to Lunell. Miss Lunell, it is, first of all, a pleasure and joy to talk to you. Well, I feel the same way. And I, let me just say that I was at your Broadway debut for The Color Purple when you played Sugar Avery with your little leg hanging out of the bathtub. I was there and I remember. And guess who is in the movie that I'm working on? Margaret Avery. Shug Avery. Come on. Now, look at God. Look at God. Look I'm at gonna, God. I'm going to take a picture of this screen so that I can show Please her. Do. I got to meet her as well. Now, Lunell, now, I want to see you play Shug Avery. 
Oh, girl, I can play the heck out of it. I know you can. I, I know am, you I, can. I, I, I live her life every day. I haven't kissed a chick lately, but, you know. <laughs> First of all, we honor you for over 30 years of work in this industry. And I know people probably tell you they can keep it real with you because you keep it real with us. Yeah. I am. I'm very honored. I don't even know how I got on your radar to be on your podcast. And I said, Michelle Williams wants to talk to me. Absolutely. I said, that's amazing. And I'm sorry, you know, I know we had to cancel. It's been a struggle for us to get together. Like I said, I'm doing this in a parking lot right now. You know, you're, you're actually in my glove compartment. <laughs> I had to bring the iPad. Luckily, I have, um, you know, Wi-Fi from the phone that the iPad can be on. This is crazy. But anything for you, baby. And I thank you for uh, the kind words. What you have meant to me and my family with your work with Destiny's Child and with your Christian musical career and my daughter and myself. Mm. I just want to thank you so much. And like I said, I was there for your Broadway debut. Didn't even know it. Look at God. Wow. That means a heck of a lot. And of course, you are on my radar and so many others' radars. And <laughs> we're thankful that, you know, there's good things that have come out of this pandemic because it's allowed us to connect to people that, you know, our lives kind of slowed down a little bit. But right now in 2021, it seems like your life ain't slowing down. You got so much going on. This year, you're touring, yes. you're filming movies, yes, letting people have it on social media. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a YouTube show of my own called Hell. Yep. And mm -hmm. then I, I'm on a tour within a tour because I was already on tour myself with my Fresh Out of Favors comedy tour. Then I got back on tour with Jack Williams, who I was on tour with 15 years ago. So now we're back touring again at the same time and I'm shooting the movie and I got a daughter and, you know, wow. hey, and I had double knee replacement surgery during the quarantine. My left knee was done in October of last year. My right knee was done in March of this year. And it gave me my life back because I was in such pain. You know, them heels, honey, you're not packing around all this body on your heels. You, your, your whole body could fit in my left pant leg. But, Listen. you know, this is a lot of body to be stomping around, girl. Let me find out you got the Meg the Stallion knees now. You're able to drop it like it's hot. I do not. They did. They were fresh out of the Megan knees. I'm more like the Martha Stewart knees, but they work just the same. They work just the same. Well, once yeah. again, we are here to check in with you. Thank you for checking in with us and to honor you. And congratulations are in order. You've been recently honored with some awards. Let me let people know what's going on. Okay. Honored with awards, one from the African-American Humor Award Society for your outstanding contribution to the field of comedy, legendary achievements, and another one by the Los Angeles Councilman President Emeritus Herb Wesson as a part of Black History Month. And this honor was particularly historic because President Emeritus Wesson is the first and only African-American to be selected as the president of the L.A. City Council. Now, tell me how this Oakland, California native felt when you found out about these awards. 
you know, I was born in Tallinn, Arkansas. Tiny, tiny rural town. Population today is maybe 235, maybe. Not 235,000, maybe 235. I'm in the African-American Museum in Little Rock. Uh, If you Google famous people from Tallinn, Arkansas, there's only one name. It's me. Uh, I just got a Mother of the Year Award as well. And I got um, my name is now etched on the front of the comedy store in Los Angeles on Sunset Boulevard. So I feel very, very pleased and honored about any pats on the back or accolades that I'm getting because I've been such like an underground chick for the whole uh, my whole career. You know, I'm not mainstream, even though I am. I've never had a show of my own. I've never mm-hmm. been a regular on a show. I've never had a Netflix special. Yet, I remain more like, maybe not an industry favorite, but a people's favorite, you know? Yeah. Do you want a Netflix special? I couldn't care less about a Netflix special because, and here's why. Sure, I would like one, and I think I'm going to get one if Dave Chappelle has anything to do with it, and he does. But back when I was watching, you know, HBO comedy specials and Showtime comedy specials, they were special. Like, you would do the special. Mm -hmm. The next day, you'd be on, like, Johnny Carson. Then the next day, you would, like, get a show. And you branch off from there, you become a big star. Now there's people who do Netflix specials that are standing in line with the grocery store like it never happened. So if it's not special, then I don't care about it. When I do mine, I need it to do, to be special. So if we do one, wow. it's going to have to be really epic. Do you think that's what's helped you with longevity is only doing things because it's special or as meaning? Because I feel like those there are some people that are quote unquote, considered underground. I was just telling this to somebody. It's about, to me, longevity and legacy. We feel hidden, but to me, I'm hidden, but at the same time, I feel preserved. I feel that the same way about you. You're hidden, but at the same time, you are preserved. You've been doing this 30 years. It's the palm's cold cream that's preserving me, honey. But anyway, um, <laughs> and Vaseline. But, um, I, I, I really, my goal is to be the next Black woman in late night. I want to have a late night television show where I can be myself, have guests on, bring on musical artists and stuff like mm. that. Not not so much Johnny Carson-ish, more like it was a show called Playboy After Dark many years ago that Hugh Hefner used to do. And he had comics and he had singers and people were kind of lounging around and being very cool. And you could pull it up on YouTube, Playboy After Dark. I sort of want my show to be in that vein. And hmm. if I don't get what I want, I won't do it. I think it should be Lunellish. It's it's got it, yeah. Like blackish and brownish Lunellish. <laughs> you have your own blueprint that people are watching who might not even say they are. But I know you know a I know you'd be like, wait, that's that's Lunellish. That's a little Lunellish. <laughs> that you know, that's that's what Lunell would do. Well, see if I use that name, Michelle. Now I got to give you ten percent. So, um. <laughs> listen, I'm just a vessel used by God. I don't want nothing but to be like you said on the front row, watching <laughs> you do your thing, your new YouTube show. Do you feel like that was a way to stay in touch with your fans during the pandemic? Because we all kind of had to pivot and shift 
those of us in entertainment during the pandemic. That absolutely was the goal when I uh, started it. And I, I we've started my little, you know, how uh, Yonsei has her beehive. I've got my lunatics. My fans, we call them lunatics. Lunel, lunatics. And um, it gave me a reason to glam up after sitting around the house in my underwear for months and months and months. We decided to start the show because I said, if I don't continue to put on makeup sometime, I'm going to forget how I did it, you know, because I, I do my own makeup. And um, I love it. It started off just being kind of carefree. And then it took on the climate of the world. When Amar Aubrey got murdered, Chaka Khan and I got the lunatics together and we did a rally in the park on Mother's Day. Mm. When George when George Floyd got murdered, you know, my show wasn't so happy. And then after a couple of weeks of that, I said, you know, I'm who people look to to lift their spirits. Let me come out of my dark place and start giving people a little bit of humor again. So I was only, um, you know, it goes up and down, up and down, according to the climate of the country. But most of the time, I'm just, you know, here to be silly and let people get an hour of relief. I know you're authentic, but do you feel like because you are a comedian, people expect you to be the happy, silly one to always lift people up versus be like, no, I'm human. I know I'm a comedian, but I'm hurting right now. Well, I do believe that people expect me to be on all the time when they see me in the airport or see me in the street and stuff like that. And I'm not, you know, most comedians actually are not perky, perky all the time, you know, and um, sometimes people, you know, feel a certain type of way if they catch me on that day that I'm not being that way right now. Right. And, you know, but uh, I'll tell you a joke. No, you know, yeah. But I do believe that most of the people who have known me throughout my career do know that I'm a sensitive person and that mm. I, um, t- I, I, you know, I'm a Pisces. I take on the feeling of the room. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If I come in and if it's a happy room, then I'm even happier. If I come in and the mood is somber, then I'm somber as well. I'm sort of like a sponge. And you had said earlier that I only do, you know, upstanding things. That's not true. You know, I've done some trash for a check as well. But mm-hmm. I try to keep that at a minimum. You know, I'm not I'm not above doing some things that I might not maybe should have done. But, you know, when you are looking at see, because my our whole industry shut down. Yep. There was no there, there was no income. There was no place to perform. There was nobody to perform in front of. And mm-hmm. we slow, slowly watched the little savings go down, down, down down and you know when you start back it's like let me just grab this bag over here right quick let me get this to stack up you know yeah Yeah. so i have i have done a couple of things that weren't uh in my best interest but i don't regret anything because everything is a learning experience everything is a uh, you know there's no such thing as bad publicity even when it is bad publicity so you know i do what i can and I do mostly what I want, but sometimes I do what I don't want to. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And I know you mentioned about glamming up. 
And during the pandemic, you were like, I just want to put on some makeup because if not, I'm going to sit around in my underwear all day. Right. Now, speaking of underwear. Uh-oh. Honey. Oh, Michelle. I'm here for it, though, baby. Rihanna <laughs> tapped you to be brand ambassador for her lingerie line, Savage Fenty. yes. Listen, the feedback. I'm sorry. I loved it. And... um. I mean, we're going to have everybody to check out a few looks by Lunel. And you are in <laughs> I'm sorry, looking every bit of, what's the word, bootylicious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never, ever in my wildest dreams did I think I would have a relationship with, with Rihanna, nor did I think that I would have an ambassadorship for Savage X Fenty, nor did I think that I'd be putting my ample bosom and behind on Instagram twice a month. Oh, but God, oh, but God. So, um, you know, you never know what the Lord has in store for you, whether it's lingerie or not. And you know how they always say that he has bigger plans for you than you could ever dream yourself. Very true. You know, now if it was for no shade, but if it was for, you know, Ashley Stewart or Fashion Nova, which I both love, I probably wouldn't have done it. But this is Rihanna. You know, I'm a woman of a certain size. I'm a woman of a certain age. My daughter, you know, was just getting out of college. You know, her little college friends were sliding up in my DMs. I bet you they were. They were. And so I had to, you know, I got four brothers. I was trying to figure out how to block them so they couldn't see. It was a whole thing. But doing it for, for Fenty legitimized what I was doing. I wasn't just thirst trapping and laying up here in my lingerie saying, hey, look at me, guys. This was for advertisement. I know I moved a nice quantity of that lingerie for her Come because on. I have friends who told me that they bought it. And when you see a woman my size and you see her in lace and it's not itching and feeling mm-hmm. like sandpaper and her stuff is stretchy and beautiful and airy and classy. Yes. Then um, it made other women my age and my size say, you know what? That looks pretty good. I'm going to get some of that for me, too, even if it's just mm-hmm. for you, whether you have a mate or not. You know, we deserve to walk around the house like we're on Dynasty as well. You know, yes. yeah, I was going to say, because do you think more women, they'll wear lingerie for their partner instead of, like you said, just having confidence to just put on a nice robe and go eat your breakfast in your living room table, kitchen table, or your bar stool or the counter versus <laughs> I'ma just wait because you know Ray Ray or Frank, he on his way. Let me put it on for him. Or should you be putting it on for yourself? Well, I think that lingerie is definitely more complicated than a shirt with no panties on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that that uh, you know lingerie takes takes time. But I do think that you can Put it on for yourself because sometimes, you know, during the pandemic, heck, we weren't even wearing perfume. You know what I'm saying? So what? But every now and then, if you just want to get yourself a nice glass of wine, take yourself a hot bath, put on some good scent and put on something pretty for yourself, you might feel a certain type of way. You deserve it, whether there's somebody there to enjoy it or not. You deserve to be able to enjoy yourself. Now, you may not sleep it in it, you know. You may say, this, these 
this this thing is cutting in my booty crack. I'm going to take it off. But, you know, you can definitely wear it for a little while. <laughs> Listen. Well, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you for your confidence, like you said, knowing that, you know, there are women that could dress like you, work it like you, smile like you, and have confidence like you. I think that is so important. It's really a testament to Rihanna as well, because... Rihanna could have very well made lingerie for people only her size. She could have very well done that. But she has made her line all-inclusive. And I also was in her fashion show last year. And in her fashion show, she had large people, small people, people with scars, people with birthmarks, a girl with one arm. She had all kinds. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Real people, yeah. She's very inclusive. And for that, with her being that type of person, I was honored to do it, you know, mm-hmm. honored to do it. And like I say, I never, you know, I never dreamed when, when it first came down the pike that my publicist told me that there was an interview coming up. You know, we had to cancel a couple of times. And mm-hmm. I said, well, Michelle Williams want to talk to me. She knows who I, she knows who I am. What do you mean? Like who? somebody must have pitched me to her. I couldn't imagine. But this is like dream come true. My daughter was so obsessed with Destiny's Child. Like, I, I feel like y'all lived in my house for years. <laughs> she used to fly with the DVD. She pretend like she was dancing in the rain when y'all did that special and you're oh, dancing in the rain. She did I, all that, all that, all that, all that. I have had you in my home for years. Like I said, now I saw you on Broadway. Didn't get to meet you that night. I was there with Allie Willis, who did the music. Oh, I and love her. Loved her so much. Yes, yeah. rest in peace. That was rest one of my best, peace, best, best, best friends. And so that's who I was there with. And so you know I'm telling you the truth that I saw you. You and so are telling the I, truth. Absolutely. Yes. And so the fact that we're doing this now is just, this is another movement from the Lord to let me know that my steps are guided in the right direction. And to let you know you're loved and respected and seen, and we want more from you. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue with its powerful, DC turbo engine? Well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow Black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. 
State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. AT&T connects and ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I just wanted you to know that, um, you know, I saw your post recently that there were some people in the field of comedy who lost their lives to drug use and you were very passionate. I felt your heart in that post. How have you been with all of this loss surrounding us? It's the same way that I dealt with being on the road and not being with my daughter. At Mm. some point, you have to be able to block it or you're going to go into a hole that you can't pull yourself out of. The deaths during Corona, the deaths from gun violence, the deaths from unnecessary drug overdoses Mm -hmm. is so massive that if I took on all the sadness, I would be paralyzed and not able to move. I made that post, like you said, from my heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. I made that post from my heart. And um, I just hope that, as a matter of fact, a couple of people hit me in my DMs since that post. And were like, Linnell, you're right. I'm not even having any fun doing these drugs no more. I'm going to quit. One girl I talk to almost every day to try to help her from not doing dope at night. And yes. if I got through to two or three people, then any of the other ridicule that I got to take, I can take it. I'm thick skinned. You can call me names. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And so I go on about my God sent mission to try to reach out to folk and let them know that I'm somebody who cares. There's a million people who have DM'd Big stars get DM'd you probably ever, and they don't get a chance to go back through everybody. But I try to daily yes. go back through my stuff just I when, when I should be sleeping. When I should be sleeping, I try to go back through, through it just because somebody, one somebody might reach out and need me. And if it's just a word or a prayer or a picture or a thought, and if I can help them, who am I to not do it because there before the grace of God go I. I don't talk about nothing I ain't been through. I've been incarcerated. I've done drugs. I've had molestations. I've had mm. assault. I've done all that. There's been incest. There's been all that. I've been through all that and still I rise like my Angelo says and they can too. But the main thing that people are going through is depression and nobody who will listen. Because a lot of times your very friends don't have time for you. So Mm. that's just why I do it. Wow. And we thank you so much. And I know that your faith and belief plays a big part in how you stand and how your heart is the way it is. Yeah. Nobody would believe that inside I'm just a little evangelist. (laughs) 
deep, deep, deep down inside. <laughs> Listen, let me tell y'all something. I'm here for Evangelist Lunell laying hands <laughs> and a prayer. Because sometimes it's those of us that work in the industry who probably can get a prayer through more than the person that quote unquote is in church every day or, well, or acting like they're walking the walk and they're far from it. You can get the word from a bum on the street. You can. You don't know what form the Lord is going to come back in. You're going to see how you act. You know, and we have also during this quarantine, so many seen so many religious leaders who have fell from grace. So you cannot put your faith in man. Man is only human. You have to put your faith in the Lord. And that's the only thing that's going to see you through. I'm going to DM you myself. I'm going to send you send you my number. And then we'll see if you write me back. Because I want to know where you are. But if our tour comes by you, I want yes, you to ma'am. be my guest. I'm based in Atlanta. I was just there for three weeks filming a movie with Nick Cannon. And guess who was in the oh, movie with me? Kieran Clark Yes, and Kiara and Fred Hammond. And I had seen uh, Ty Trivet came to see our show. Well, we, listen, girl, I got evangelists all, I got angels all around me. Yes, No matter you do. how I talk, no matter how I talk, how I walk, or my lingerie, or whatever that, don't judge. Because do that's not. what we shouldn't do that. Now, because of that, did you ever feel you had to censor what you say or how outrageous some might think your presentation is? I did not censor in my comedy show, Ty Tribbett bought a ticket to see us. You get what you get. I didn't go to the church. He came to see us. He but see around us. but I was forever apologizing around uh first lady Karen Quite I can see why. I can see that. But she didn't care. She was over it. She loves me. I love her. And they're from Detroit now. Yeah. She might be a bishop's wife and Kier might be a gospel singer, but they still (laughs) about it. They still got. That's right. That's what Karen said. She wasn't saved always. And then Fred Hammond and his wife. And and believe it or not, I have a. uh, I have a, my, my regular naughty stuff on iTunes. I have a CD called I Only Drink at Work, which I don't even drink no more. I quit drinking during the quarantine. I mean, I have a little sip of wine or something, but I don't drink no more hard liquor. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. But I have a clean Christian comedy DVD that people can get at heylunell.com. It's called Let the Church Say, Rolling on the Floor, recorded in the church. And I gave that to Karen, Kiara, and Fred Hammond. Wow, I'm gonna grab it. I am. I'm going say, to I'll grab send it. you one. Heylunell.com. And listen, yes, everybody, uh-huh. too, on iTunes, you can grab Lunell's I Only Drink at Work, Hey Lunell, yes, and yes. Lunell Live. Now, yeah. it would be right if I had you on the show to talk about some controversial topics to see what you think. Now, recently, okay. we had the Olympics. Okay. If you were in the Olympics, what would be your sport? Probably track. That's what I ran in school. What? That's why my legs were so big when I was young. I ran the 440 relay and I ran the um I ran the 220 and I ran I think the 100-yard dash. And so if I was in the in the Olympics, it would probably be track. Be track. Come on. Now, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are back together, better known as Benifer. If you could see another celeb couple get back together, who would that be? 
if they're alive, see, because I, you know, my favorite couple is Barry White and Glodine White. That's my favorite couple. Oh. Before there was Yonce and Jigger, before there was the, the Liz Taylor, Liz Taylor and Richard Burton Huntley, there was Barry White and Glodine and White. Glodine. So I would like, I wish that, and Glodine is my dear friend, I wish that he was still here to grace us with his music and they could get back together. Amazing. Um, I uh, I don't know. That's a very good question. I like actually like Rihanna and ASAP. So I hope they stay together. Right. I think they're stay cute. Together, stay together. Yeah. Get married. Take me to the wedding, Lunell, because I know you're gonna get an invitation. <laughs> Barack Obama had a birthday. What would you give Barack Obama as a gift? I would give Barack the gift of comedy. I would do comedy at his birthday party. Yes. Because believe if you think I don't have some White House material, honey, I, I do. 30 years in the game, you've seen all kinds of presidents in and out of that office. I would ask Barack, what did he do the night Michelle came home with them high high gold boots on? Hey! Oh! Thigh high gold boots. You ain't never had a first lady in thigh high gold boots, baby. Ever, she honey. shut me down. Mm, mm, mm. Amazing. And I want to know, did Michelle wear a bonnet that night that Biden got elected and she had her hair so good? Did Michelle wear a bonnet that does night? That's what I bonnet. need to know. Does she wear a bonnet? I need to know that. And does I Monique have a problem with her too? <laughs> but Michelle would and never wear a bonnet I, to the oh, airport. <laughs> probably would not. Or But see, they fly private. So she... That's right. Now, she might... I have some uh, comedian friends who have played golf with Barack, and I hate them for that. I do not speak to them no more. I'm so jealous because I definitely want to meet Barack and Michelle. If anything were to happen to them, I have no more faith in, in oh, Black love. I'd be I'm done. done. That's it. I'd be done. I'm, I said I'm celibate. Oh. There's no more men. Nothing, nothing. And I'd done. be done. I, you're so right. I'd <laughs> certainly be done. And, and he lastly, stopped smoking those nasty cigarettes during his squares. during his reign too. So yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, Kanye lived in Atlanta's in one of the stadiums here to work on his album. Right. If you could pick any place in the world to work on your next comedy album or your next comedy set, where would you work? Oh, maybe Jamaica. But they got a big COVID outbreak now. You can't even go to Jamaica. Maybe maybe Dubai, because I want to get me one of them rich Saudis like what, like 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 what Janet had, honey. Now, honey, listen. Now, speaking of Dubai, I went there one year and we drove by this compound, and it was all these palaces. And mm -hmm. I asked the driver, I said, "What is this?" He said, "Oh, that's Prince So and So's wives." houses. So he said, in order to have more than one wife, you have to be able to take care of them equally. Yes. 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 So could you handle that? Yes. You have your own palace, mm -hmm. palace, not your own condo, your own palace. Could I could handle, handle it now if I just had another house. Yes. Because first of all, you got people to help watch these mm -hmm. kids. You got people to help you know, with the laundry and all that. Okay, you probably got servants that you got to house. 
Oh, yeah, I could do it, you know. Um, yes, I could do it. Because in actuality, our tribes people, our ancestors, that's the way that it was before we got Christianized by the white man in the first place. You know, it was a communal thing. Now, I don't want my husband to have no other wife. <laughs> okay, feel me. But if it was, you but know, I if it was put to me, Yes, why not? If it could work for them, it could be able to work for me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love, love, love it. And I have loved having you on this podcast. I'm sure there's somebody listening who's probably thinking they want to be a comedian one day. Any parting words and inspiration for everybody listening right now? I actually have no inspirational words for someone who wants to be a real stand-up comedian, especially if you are a woman or a wife or a mother. It is an extremely difficult schedule if you're popular. It is extremely lonely at times. You will miss those programs at your children's school. You will miss those birthdays. You will miss it. And you will be ridiculed because you are not a man. You are a woman. And mommy's supposed to be there all the time. Mommy's supposed to be in everything. Mommy's supposed to be the one to tuck you in a night rope rub Vicks vapor rub on your chest when you have a cold. And when you're not there, you know, you better have a good husband or baby daddy. Luckily, I do. Luckily, when I was had to leave my daughter, I left her with her father and her grandmother, which is where my daughter started her dance career at Ephesians Church of God in Christ in Berkeley, California, when she started praise dancing. So the movie that, that she was able to be in coming to America with me. She danced behind yes, Tiana Taylor yes. with the flute and she just praised danced in the movie that I did with Nick Cannon, the Christmas movie. So now it has come full circle. So I, I mean, I don't recommend this lifestyle. You have to be very thick skinned. If you like to sleep and get eight hours of sleep, this is not the job for you. If you are vegan and all that, you can't find, you know, if you're playing North Carolina, good finding a vegan restaurant, you know, it's very difficult to maintain relationships and all that. And then if you blow up, you know, you've got your family, you got these anonymous cousins that came out of nowhere that you never talked to, never seen, but I'm your cousin and I'm at the back door, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I don't recommend, I would never recommend this fight for anybody. But if you can do it without a recommendation, if you can do it without somebody encouraging you, then maybe it's for you. I don't feel like you should do stand-up or be in the entertainment industry at all unless you feel like you would die if you don't do it. It has to be in your blood. It has to be in you, I feel. Wow. That's good. And that was good wisdom for anybody thinking about this life. Don't do it. Don't do it. Go to school. Get an education. Wow. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> you have been such a joy. You bring so much joy to the world and you brought so much joy to my oh, Thank you so much for checking in. I'm going to hit you in the DM. And if you don't respond, I'm going to tell everybody on Instagram <laughs> that you blew me off. <laughs> don't do that. But don't I do can't, that, I can't wait to see you at some point. And, you know, I know nobody wants to talk about the not happening uh destiny child reunion but we still go happy we, we still, still go happy
we, we still don't have faith, but we yes, want it. We want it. We want it. We want it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Woo. Well, I sure thank you. And I'll see you again. Thank you, Michelle. God bless you. Keep up your God good work you, with Mama. your podcast. Have a good day. We're excited about what's coming next for you. All the films and more comedy specials from you. Thank you so much. And I'm going to, um, I'm sure at some point we'll probably hit Atlanta. You come, you be my guest. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'm there. Okay, baby. All right. God All right, bless bye. you. OMG, it was so good talking to Lunell. I am so glad she was able to answer my question about the observation that I have about comedians. Like, are they on all the time or do people expect them to be laughing and, and cracking jokes? Do people get upset when they aren't on and cracking jokes? You know, comedians aren't robots. It's not like you can just be like, you know, pull a number from their their mouth and be like, tell me a joke. And they're going to come right on the spot and tell one. So I'm excited. And I'm thankful that she was able to give us that answer. And also we got to know a little bit more of Lunell and her heart and um, everything that she's about. And like I said, it's about longevity and legacy. And I'm really excited to see what she does in the next 30 years of her career. Thank y'all for checking in. Once again, thank you guys for subscribing and telling people all about the podcast. I love having y'all here. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.